This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Okay, let's do this. My first episode for 2018. First of all, I want to say thank you to the Galactic Suburbia podcast patrons who have financed this fantastic upgrade in hardware of my new microphone. It's pretty special. If I was wearing my headphones right now, I would look like I was in a small radio recording room. It's pretty cool. Hopefully my sound is much better for you as well. Secondly, I want to really apologize for falling off the face of the earth and not really delivering as many podcast episodes as I had hoped to do last year. I feel like I let my Patreon supporters down and I want to thank those of you who stuck with me. My intent this year is to do better and to perhaps record more regularly whether or not I think I have enough for a show and then let's see what happens. Accountability should be a word on my to-do list for this year but the word on my to-do list is actually completion complete things get things done so those of you who follow me on Facebook and I have a Facebook page for the podcast Champagne and Socks podcast I created an album last year as I was getting ready to pack up my house with all my works in progress with any craft project that was not yet finished and was somehow just hanging around Uh, I did cull some projects out when I was doing that. So things that I culled are not in that album. And I feel somewhat freed by just saying, you know what, if this has been in my to-do pile for 20 years, it's okay. I don't don't need to finish it. So a few things did uh, get unpicked or donated or put in the bin. So that was cool. But there's probably close to 50 projects in that album. And I noticed unpacking on the other side. Uh, that I found some cross stitches that that may not be actually in that album yet. I have to check. The task for 2018 is to not start new projects, but finish things that are already in my pile. That is such a hard thing for me to do because I like to start things. This is a thing I've learned about myself. I love starting projects. It's possible that sometimes I lack follow through or if I follow through on more things, um, I could perhaps be more awesome. This is the question for 2018. So having said that and having told you and having asked you to be my accountability partner, I will then say that I also decided to sign up for the Sock Society Club. I'll put a link on the Facebook page for what that is. It's um, none of the information is coming to mind right now, but it is a sock club. Uh, You get one new sock pattern every two months. So you'll do six pairs of socks in the year. And since I'm now living in Canberra, I figure I need to boost up my sock supply because it turns out I actually don't have very many handmade socks. I've gifted most of the ones I've made. I signed up for that, but I'm kind of having a rule with myself where I can't cast on that pair until I finished something else and primarily another pair of socks that are on the needles and or Casting on something new can be a reward that I'm working towards for other things because I like starting things and I also work very well with rewards based systems and I'm trying to move away from like chocolate being the reward. So it's like if you do all these things, you can cast on this new pair of socks. So I did actually get to cast on a new pair of socks. I can't remember what it was that I finished, but I cast on the first pair Uh, because the first pattern has landed and it's this really pretty flowery kind of uh, lacy pattern. So I cast on with a dusty pink colour from Skein sock yarn dyes. So I actually have two pairs of socks on the needles that are new projects that did not come from 2017. So that's the second one. And the first one that I cast on 
was using that stunning yarn from Long Dog Yarns and it's the Cassata one that I bought in the Black Friday sales because like if I bought Stash in 2017 somehow that kind of counts it doesn't count but anyway and I just cast on a pair for myself out of Simply Sock Yarns pattern book which is a really great starting to learn how to knit socks pattern book where you can pick the kind of socks you do based on the number of stitches in the pattern repeat that you want to do so this one is a 12 stitch pattern repeat because I noticed I started just using Knit Harlot's Simple Sock recipe where you just measure your foot, cast on the number of stitches according to your gauge and then knit cuff and then knit your sock and put in, you know, knit down the length of the sock you want, then put in the heel and, and keep going. And that's really great. But I noticed that the um, stocking stitch just made my socks way too loose and they weren't really good as a sock. So I've gone back to just putting in a simple pattern into that um, large fabric that you knit between, you know, cuff and heel and toe. Uh, makes it a longer project to knit, but a much tighter sock product. So that's kind of what I have on my needles. But what I am actually finishing and I'm not allowing myself really to do anything else. So those are on my needles, but I'm not currently working on them is I'm making 14 knitted robots. So these were a commitment that I made for my publishing company and it's a reward for backers who backed a crowdfunding project to publish an anthology about artificial intelligence. And we had these, uh, I did like a prototype of the knitted robot for the crowdfunding campaign. And that was the first level that got sold out. It was crazy. So I've been knitting those and I've done 10 I've got three more currently in bits and pieces to be put together and then I've just got one left after that. I'm really happy with how they've all come out and each one is unique and different in the colour combinations and I'm really happy because I'm using a whole heap of 100% um, wool balls of yarn that I grabbed from Lincrafts going out of business sale in um, Perth when they were going out of business so long ago so long ago we haven't had a link craft in almost any suburb in Perth for such a long time for like 10 years um, and I bought so many balls of this particular yarn because they were like two dollars a ball for 50 grams and at the time I was making babies booties don't ask me it's a whole long story and so I was buying lots of stuff but I never use it anyways I'm really happy that uh, I'm getting it used up in this project so it's going to be a massive stash busting exercise, which is great. And they've been kind of fun. I'm not, you know, like they're not hard, but then you have to use creativity when you're putting all the pieces together. And then I worry that they're not perfect and, you know, nothing's perfect and it's handmade. So you just need to make a decision and move on. So it's been good for like coaching myself to do that. And I'm really happy to see them getting done. So I suspect I'll be finished by the end of the week on this project, which is very exciting. Next episode, I need to tell you that that happened. And then I have, I think, three, possibly four tea cozies left over that I need to knit for the previous crowdfunding project that we did. And so that's probably going to be the next thing that I need to cast on. Technically, that's not in my work in progress album, but it's a commitment that I need to meet and I want to meet. And I think if I sit down and just work on those, Ticozies actually don't take you that long to knit once you're actually just focused on them. I think that'll be my next project. That's kind of where I'm at. And then I keep staring at projects that I actually, you know, are yearning to get back to. So there's two pairs of socks, 
that I really want to finish for myself. And then I also had been working on, I think across my move is something that I brought with me, the faded Cardi project that was, um, and her name also escapes me. I did not prepare for this episode at all. I'll put that in the show notes. This is the one that I spent ages collecting choices to buy yarn for and ended up going with Madeline Tosh. I wanted it to be in blue, but it's ended up being like greens and greys. And I'm quite happy with it, but the sleeves are ridiculously long. I wasn't really sure if I should continue with the pattern and then just see what happens or I should modify it. Then I unpicked it and now I realized that I probably want to bunch up the sleeves at the elbow. So it was probably the right length and this all got too hard. So it's been put aside but I want to get back and finish that before it starts getting cold here because you know like I spent a lot of money on the yarn and I should wear the cardigan in winter and enjoy it so that's probably the next thing that I will pick back up after I've done my um, knitting commitments which would be great to get done and finished so that's kind of where I am craft wise no quilting to speak of at the moment We moved over the new year, so my house was sort of getting ready to be packed over December and my plan, which I'm quite happy with how it worked, I bought a lot of plastic bins to put my craft stuff in. Like I knew that we would be being packed by the movers and my husband kept saying, look, they'll do all of that. But I just had a feeling that, you know, I just didn't want people to touch my craft stuff and I didn't want it to all end up everywhere, which as it happens, everything else has just ended up all over the house. We haven't really finished unpacking the boxes, even though we've probably been in this house about seven weeks now. It was just a dog's breakfast with half of boxes being filled with one thing in the la- and labelled and then other random stuff in there and it's it's not been orderly at all. So I'm quite happy with the way I did my craft stuff, which was deep like 80 litre plastic bins for my yarn stash and I don't want to tell you how many that was that's it was probably five five or six 80 litre bins of yarn is that a lot I don't know if that's a lot I mean my goal is to at least at least remove one of those plastic bins by the end of the year and then for my fabric stash I bought much shallower bins so basically the bins are the depth of what a fat quarter would be folded up and then I I put my fabric stash in it like that so basically you can see all the fabrics that are in it at a glance on the outside and then they all just stack up really nicely and I would say that I've probably got four maybe five bins of that having said that there's a lot of fabric stash that didn't make it into that and did end up being put across some of the packing boxes so there's some extra stuff elsewhere I am hoping that I'll consolidate a lot of that this year but that's probably a bit more wishful thinking because I think I need to finish quilts and finishing quilts in my world means quilting and binding not using any more of the fabric stash so we'll see how that ends up but the other great thing is well the not great thing is it looks like yet again I'm not going to have a real craft space for myself in this house I had my eyes on some storage closets near the laundry, but while I was sleeping in one weekend, my husband filled them three cupboards worth with his board gaming collection. And I only got to keep whatever I had already put (laughs) craft stuff in. And so I'd put bins um, on the bottom of each of those cupboards. And then I'd managed to 
do like half of two more shelves. So not very much. And I'd kind of been thinking that would be like my staging station where everything was and you can just like open the door and there's all your supplies. That has not happened. So that was a bit sad. But, you know, so in the study where we're setting up, there's also another like closet and I've sort of taken half of that for my jamboree staging area, which has worked out quite well. And then there's two hanging closets in there as well. And I've, I've put back up those like hanging fabric shoe rack things that I kind of have a lot of my fabric in at the moment. It's not fantastic, but it's a space. And then I've got one final space, which is my Billy bookcase from Ikea, but I've got glass doors on mine. And at the moment, it's right near my bed. That's not where I wanted it, but now I'm kind of like, I do mostly craft in bed late at night, like when I'm watching TV and stuff. So maybe it's not so terrible to have craft stuff there. It used to all be in my son's bedroom, which meant when I wanted a craft, he was of course asleep and I couldn't go in. So this might be better. It's not perfect. It's not all completely sorted, but I like that because I had everything in the plastic bins, everything's still accessible and I can still kind of see everything. So that worked really well in terms of being able to craft amongst chaos, which is kind of what the last seven weeks have been and I've still been able to craft. So it's still a work in progress. And the other option for me is I might take up a bit of space in our locking garage and just put my boxes there and be able to access them because they're all in plastic and easily accessible. Still working that out. Uh, Maybe I'll have more to tell you next episode. Thanks for listening.